Today with Ken Crowther on World Radio Gardening. What's new with Thompson and Morgan Seeds? Hello, welcome to the latest podcast from World Radio Gardening. This edition brought to you by Thompson and Morgan. Well, if, if I were to tell you the potato trials have been taking place, yeah, it's difficult to say with a straight face. I'd have found all of them not guilty. But it's far more important than that. Colin Randall from Thompson & Morgan has been talking to Ken Crowther about such a subject. I'm with Colin Randall, <laughs> sometimes called Spud. Very appropriate today, isn't it? Because we're over at Capel Manor and we have the RHS potato trials. Isn't that right, Colin? Yeah, I can. Yes, it's uh, here in, uh, well, wish it was sunny Enfield today, but never mind. But we've got 37 second early varieties for the RHS AGM assessments that were done yesterday. Now, 37, are there more than 37 actually out of interest available across the country or not? Or yeah. is that about the right number? Yeah, there would be a few more. It's not a lot of work in second earlies, usually thinking of first earlies and main crops. And this one just sort of fits in, in the, in the centre of them. And it's a bit of a difficult one with second earlies because I've got salads in here because Charlotte, of course, the most well-known of the salad varieties, is classified as a second early and uh but it does make life difficult uh, when we've got the main bakers and uh and bo- bigger boiling potatoes here as well because uh salads really could be used as a f- the main crop ones could be used as first earlies same as charlotte could be used as a first early now we're talking about first earlies so people get a bit confused so will a first early not last can you not hold it like a main crop it depends on the variety. That's the uh, sort of could be the problem. I mean, certainly as a, as a young lad. I mean, Aaron Pilot was well known first early, but that was uh, my grandma's left uh, load in the garden, used them as a main crop as well. So it's a bit of a mixed <laughs> mash, then, really, isn't it? Yeah, and this classification it does make life a little difficult sometimes. But of course, for the RHS, for the uh, the uh, as the invited trial had to be secondarily categories, so that does make life difficult having salad varieties in it. Now you've dug them up and you've produced an amount from so many plants, I imagine. Yeah, so there's five or six plants. There's a couple left of each in the row, just to show they're still green as grass. There's no blight. Uh, I didn't find any blight in the in the tubers as we lifted. So we've been thankful it's uh, uh, it's blight-free site at the moment. And that's really it's a good year for no blight rather than a good site as well isn't it uh, yeah certainly for because you'd think in this uh, enclosed area it would have been if there had any around it would have been trapped in here with, with the humidity um, but uh, there is blight around there is late blight um, activity um, but thankfully not on their trial site here right now have we got anything new and exciting you know that you, you think to yourself hang on because Colin's been growing potatoes for years this one I think is worth looking at. I mean, I like the red one down there. Yeah, it's a bit eye catching, isn't it? Very bright red, What's that pale Cerisa. Cerisa. Is yes. it new or has it been around for years? It's a, it's no, it's, it's new um, or fairly new. And uh, again, uh, uh, with could be some issues for it's available, um, but it's no Scottish or or northern of England safe haven seed produced uh, as a salad variety it's, it's continental produced seed which uh, you know has, has to be quarantined uh, prior to um, 
being able to be used by gardeners. So, come on, what would be a couple of your real favourites? Not, not necessarily favourites because you've grown them for years, but a favourites because you've trialled them and you can look at them and think, well, that's a really nice-looking potato. Yeah, of the, of the more modern ones still, because we've got from the very old to right up to a couple that aren't even introduced just yet. The breeder wanted, because uh, it's secondarily, wanted an assessment done, so we've put a couple in that aren't actually out on the marketplace yet as well. But you get something like Bonnie, uh, that's been around a few years now. It's got uh, a little red twin tinge on yeah, it. Yeah, very it? attractive. Touch of pink. Touch of pink on it. But it does make a lot of bold tubers, really good ones for bakers. Nice for baking. Yeah, and, and it's a really good flavoured one. And that's uh, really... And it's done well here. The yields aren't huge on some of the varieties because uh, they've some of the potatoes have got very big and then that slow, once they've made... It takes the energy out of the plant and makes a, a load of smaller ones otherwise. So come on, I asked for a couple, so what's your other favourite here then? Well, Golly, come on. I, of course, yes, I got lots of them really, but I mean that is, uh, but uh, you know, of the, of the slightly older varieties, um, Yukon Gold, um, and that's still a popular one with gardening. It's done it? well. Again, made some good-sized tubers, a bit larger than we'd normally expect, but it's got that nice uh, uh, shape, colour, and it's and it's done very well. I see a good old favourite on the end there, though. Wilger. Well, Wilger, yeah, that's still a, that's been there. that's been doing the rounds, and still a very popular one with its allotment holders. Love that one, and uh, very does a good yield as here. Going back to blight, because blight is one of the biggest problems with potatoes for everybody growing them, isn't it, in the UK, really. Are we getting anywhere where we're going to eventually see a good production of potato, a good quality, a good flavour, but yes, blight-free, or have we got a long way to go yet? Well, it is currently we've still got the, um, uh, from the NIAB reports, independent uh, assessments, where they mark things... Uh, up to nine from naught to nine and nine is very very good very good resistance in, in, the, in the shape of blight so they do a, an assessment on the leaf and stem as well as the tubers and there's a there's two or three varieties now uh, sharp omira sets set the benchmark really and that's still available still got a full nine and a nine for both leaf and the tubers. But there's a couple of newer ones that um, are available to gardeners now. Corollus particularly is an excellent main crop, very good resistance. And um, we've got one hidden here in the second early trial that isn't actually out yet, but, um, uh, but I'll be seeing that with the breeders trial a little later because um, they would have been planted a bit later than what these were. And there is a red skin one now uh, that's uh, out on the marketplace, main crop, called Alouette. So uh, they are coming. So they are coming, but if the blight mutant changes dramatically, which is what, which is what could well happen, it's almost back to square one again. Things are looking a bit better for potatoes, but we aren't there yet. Not there yet. There's it's probably the best way of putting it, Ken. And the trials will be reported back in the RHS magazine, I imagine, with yes, the potatoes, won't they? Yes, um, the, um, the the water garden merit ones when they've been ratified, um, and there'll be you know, various um, uh, 
reports could be done on them because uh, a few were taken away for tasting as well. Of course, you can't do that on the actual trial until give a full um, thumbs up and then she tasted them. I can think of worse jobs to do than tasting potatoes. Colin Randall, Spud, talking potatoes, his favourite topic for Thompson & Morgan. Today with Ken Crowther on World Radio Gardening. What's new with Thompson & Morgan Seeds? Well, the topic is innovation, always innovation when it comes to new garden products. And that's where the conversation continued as Ken Crowther met up with Colin Randall from Thompson & Morgan. T&M have always been a company that have brought things new to the marketplace in seeds, in plants. So come on, give us a snippet of what's going to be new from Thompson & Morgan then, Colin. Oh, where do I start, Ken? Well, I think I'll start with potatoes, and we're on the you know the huge range of potatoes we're looking at today. Uh, Vizel, V I Z E double L E, bit of an un- strange sounding name, I suppose, but it was the first of the multi mini uh, breeding program from one of the breeders I looked at uh, in the Cambridge uh, trials several years ago and a clone number. And it's moved on a pace, and in our own trials, uh, we were getting 11. Um, and even 12 stems on a plant and thinking there's many little mini tubers so it's a 10 pence pieces that you can get off of those off of one plant but um and the taste of course that's the most critical thing is um they're wonderful it's a little boiling potato hot and cold gorgeous quite um quite thick flesh it's not soft um and a very good flavor and a good point with them, any of the potatoes, if, uh, if you boil them and let them cool off, if they got equally good taste, or even better when they're cold, we've got a winner there. So what else in vegetables have we got then? Well, we've got a whole raft of chilli peppers. Uh, seem to be sustained uh, interest in, in chilies compared to the sweet peppers. Uh, uh, seems to have uh, fallen by the wayside a little bit. But looking at some of the new breeding programs in chilies, um, is, um, from the mild up to the um, quite, you know, pretty hot ones, for for all tastes. Personally, I'm not uh, into hot chilies, but uh, um, we got the the Trinidad perfume, um, which you'd think of would be quite a uh, with a Trinidad connection, quite a, a pungent one. Is actually very mild. And very very nice but uh, on the breeding program there's uh, Fresno and the um, cayenne pepper program which uh, we've had in trial looked at closely last year and um, looking again uh, this year but we've actually launched the uh, Fresno red orange and yellow they're more compact habit make plenty of fruit uh, all hybrids, all F1s. And we've added the brown cayenne pepper uh, to our heat wave mix, so we've got four <laughs> colours in the heat wave now. Because peppers are so popular today, aren't they? I mean, hugely. You know, if you take yeah. back 20 odd years, and you wouldn't have thought of it, would you? No, just, uh, just an ordinary cayenne pepper or um, a bit of uh, habanero, perhaps. But there's whole lots of names given to these sorts now, and there's so many. Uh, species and different colours, shapes, sizes. A lot of them are ideal for a windowsill, uh, grown in a one litre pot on the windowsill, or you only need, you only need one plant and feed an <laughs> army. Yeah. 
So come on, give us one more vegetable that you would like to see growing in your garden, Colin. Oh, crikey, I can't really choose just another. All my little babies are my favourites, really. Um, but, I mean, we have got the this new tiger uh, type of tomato with the, the, the firmer skin, but with a very high, rich well, reddish-black flesh, high lycopene, and very good flavours. Uh, but it's a bit like the cherry plum situation when Santa came out. It was quite a hard skin, but that was a trait of the breeding programme, and all cherry uh, plum tomatoes should have a quite a firm outer flesh. And it'll be the same with these tiger ones. This is tiger red, and uh, it's, uh, it's a larger cherry, uh, green and, and, and red, but sort of tiger type uh, markings uh, down the uh, skin as it ripens, and a rich, very rich flesh colour. Very nice. So, really, there's plenty to look out for, and Thompson and Morgan are always looking for new varieties, but they've got to work and they've got to be successful before launching them, haven't they? Because if not, there's nobody's going to grow them again, are they? Well, that, yeah, definitely. And I know no two seasons are the same and get to successes and failures. That's why keeping the trialing programme uh, is always a continual job. And then try in different ways sometimes, see if whether a plant will work in a confined space better than in a, a bigger space space or different sewing times or, or whatever but at the end of the day it's got to taste good innovation and experimentation but as colin says at the end of the day it's got to taste good thompson and morgan leading the way ken crowther speaking to colin randall from t&m and that brings to an end this podcast from world radio gardening thank you for listening and visit our website regularly for the next updates